0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the indigo angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Naz.
1: Keep it rolling, baby.
0: There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you, back for another episode of Roach Coach, creating this new metal canon one album at a time. This week, we continue the Bye Babe series. Bye, babe. Bye. As we say goodbye to Jenny as she takes her leave of the show. But before she goes, she's gone through the long list. She's picked some albums out. She wants to put her stamp on before she leaves. This week, there's a little asterisk around this one because, Jenny, you came to me and initially you said, I want to talk about ohms. And I said, well, we do these in order. And you were like, fine. Diamondize them. (laughs)
2: Yes, that's right.
1: Fine. <laughs>
2: that was basically what I said, yes.
0: <laughs> so this week we are indeed talking about Deftones and their album,
1: Diamond Eyes. If we must.
0: <laughs> Kicking and
2: screaming. If you insist.
1: <laughs> we had other things in mind, but no.
2: That's fine. We do things in order. Mm. We do things in order here. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> We're really fucking sticking it to Lauren. Yeah. Lauren, you're a blaze wow. right now. How man. dare
0: ah. you? I'm just trying to keep this an orderly podcast where we listen to the albums in the order in which they came out, but also spacing them out sometimes by years. Correct. You right. know? Sometimes we just straight up forget that we even did an artist. Sometimes? Oftentimes now. <laughs> I couldn't
2: tell you. Any artist we've ever talked about, so
0: whoa, <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> not a not a one, not a one, Jenny. <laughs>
2: Maybe like a .75 or so.
0: Wow, well, Jenny we Cron, enjoyed... Cron, <laughs>
2: Cron.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, Cron. We, we, Cron? Did, we did a bunch of Cron episodes, yeah. But today we're talking about the boys. Really, we're talking about the hot boys. I'm Them just hot say, boys. We're gonna talk about the hot boys in Deftones, Jenny. When did this album come out?
2: This album was released on May 4th, 2010.
1: That would be a come down record.
0: We're still kind of 2010 as come down.
1: I mean, what else would you call it? I mean, it's.
0: You're, you're very true. It's very true because. We're in the weeds, I guess. It, it is very much in the weeds. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Jenny, we'll start with you.
0: History with Diamond Eyes. And I guess, where were you with Deftones at this point in 2010? and where are you with deftones now
2: well as you know i'm i'm very in it with deftones now love deftones loved ohms clearly someone won't let me talk about it i've been silenced cancel culture uh but that's fine i'll start my own podcast jokes. yeah <laughs> i'm gonna start my own new metal podcast without you just to talk about ohms um <laughs> <laughs> and uh where was just
0: i one episode
1: gabber media presents
0: <laughs> yeah jenny talking about ohms and just the whole episode she's like not like those beta cucks on roach coach yeah we're talking I'll, about fucking ohms i'll
2: be i'll be dragging you uh so, yeah, it'll be a four and a half hour episode live stream too so uh you know stay tuned but in 2010 I really don't think I was having much to do with Theft Tones at all when this record came out. It wasn't really on my radar. Eventually, I did listen to it. I don't remember exactly when. It wasn't right when it came out, though, uh, and I really liked it. I do remember people talking about how good it was, and me being like, "Cool." sounds awesome and then never checking it out which is behavior that i continue to this day like i believe you sounds great and then i forget you know it's uh that's me baby but
3: but
2: uh yeah i i wasn't with it at the time not because i was like too cool just i don't know i just never got around to it you know i love it now how about you
0: so for me in 2010 I was I was just ready for Deftones to come back. And the buzz started to build. They dropped the Rocket Skate single. I'm like, "Yep, boys are back." And then this album leaked, cuz this is prime leak era, you guys. Sweet leak. So I'm just hanging out on <laughs> these leak sites just like, "What do you got for me?" And so this leaks, I download the leak, and then there's a rumor the leak's not real. The leak. The leak. The leak is not to be trusted. Don't trust the leak. The False leak. The, the leaks a bad mix. Don't trust the leak. And so Shit. then that's that's the th- worry. Is like, am I listening to like tainted materials? Is this even the right track list? Is this truly not properly mixed? Mm. So then when the album comes out, I'm like, like God, I'm, I'm I'm buying the record. I've already bought all the other ones. I'm buying it. Leak Be Damned, and I Ooh. listened to it, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, the leak was fine. It's the same. <laughs> it was the fucking same. Bad leak. Bad, Bad leak. leak. Bad leak. Yeah, it's like the guy over the loudspeaker Woodstock69. Don't listen to the leak. Don't take the brown acid. <laughs> um but uh yeah i got it i loved it you know i don't have my list in front of me but i did make a list of favorite albums of 2010 when it came out and i will tell you guys as the episode goes on where it landed on my ranking but i thought it was great i loved it then this also was the year or this tour that i saw them live for the first time and we'll talk about that as we go through so i was all in i was in the tank i got my physical copy here that i bought day of because I was told you can't trust the leak. And uh, yeah, I, I loved it then. And uh, spoiler alert, I still love it. Matt.
1: Oh, well, uh, this will be the first time I'm ever hearing this album. I don't think I've heard anything from it. 2010, baby. Those halcyon days. I'm telling you right now where this guy was. And that is called my beautiful, dark, twisted <laughs> fantasy. Mm. Can it get much higher? Not for me, baby. Yeah, you know you
0: know what I was deep in that too, Matt. I definitely was deep in that too. Because I remember that's another leak you couldn't trust. Oh, you can't can't trust that leak. Because that's that true. leak that leak? Bad leak. Do you know what bad what was bad about that leak, Matt? Do you remember? Fake,
1: fake leak. Um No, I don't remember. I don't remember, Lauren. It was the clean version.
3: Oh, oh, how dare they? Wow, 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 So wow, 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 wow.
0: I'm, I'm sitting there waiting <laughs> for this thing to leak. And everyone's like, it leaked, it leaked. And then I'm seeing on Twitter. Everyone's like, it's leaked. Kanye leaked. And then literally like five minutes later, it's the clean version. Abort, abort.
1: <laughs> like wow, nobody wow. wants the clean version.
0: No, No! nothing worse. There's literally nothing. I'm going to put this out there. There's nothing worse in the world than the clean version of any CD. hmm
2: Look, was I listening to the clean version of Renaissance for about a month before I realized? Yeah, I was. How did I realize? Somebody tweeted, oh, no, not me listening to the edited version of Renaissance. I said, wait a minute. I haven't heard any swears on this record. So, you know, we've all been there. We've all been there. We've all
0: been there. So I found my list of uh, my top albums of 2010. And I, do you want to know where w- what the ranking was? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you couldn't do ohms. I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. It, that joke is just always funny to me. Of course I want to know.
0: <laughs> All right. So I did a top 20. I won't bore you with the 20. I'll just do my top 10. The top 10 were from 10 to 1. Bag Raiders by Bag Raiders. Diamond Eyes. Oh, nine. Yeah, at nine. Number eight, Last Train to Paris, Diddy Dirty Money. Seven, This Is Happening, LCD Sound System. Okay. Six, Flock of Valley by Waka Flock of Flame. Ah, classic. Yes, yep. Number five, Love King by The Dream. Black Light by Groove Armada. Further by The Chemical Brothers. Flesh Tone by Khaleese. And number one, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Mm. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. That's, wow, wow, wow. That's where I was. That's where I was. You know what most of these albums I'd say this is a for me this is a pretty rock solid top 10 there are some top tens I've done in the past where I'm like this guy's this guy's a little office rocker but um, I
1: don't yeah. listen to any of these anymore right but yeah
0: but these I mean uh for one I went back when they did the big 10th anniversary thing for flock of Ellie, and some people were like is you know that that feels like over the moment it hasn't aged well oh that album Bullshit. Is, that album's fucking perfect yeah, that album no. is as good as the day it came out, baby.
1: It's unstoppable. You put hard in the Paint on. Are you kidding me? Are you. Oh, Matt, Matt, uh oh, uh oh, Matt, are you, uh oh, uh oh, are you, uh, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Lex Luger!
1: Oh Uh-oh. I hope I pick the edited version. That would be better. that would be the best. Oh, <laughs> it's perfect. Perfect.
3: That nigga, let's like move.
1: Like. I go hard fuck in the motherfucking paint, nigga. Yo, 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 Lay you slackin',
3: yo, yo. nigga. What the fuck ba, you dykin', nigga? Ba, 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 I won't die for your shit. Woo!
1: <laughs> Still hot. Ah. Still hot.
0: Oh my gosh, I put that on
1: at a party. Did everybody start fighting?
0: People were like, this is not the mood, Lauren. This is not the vibe. And I was like, you're, you're not ready for this shit.
1: This is, you said this, Brick this Squad and you left. I
0: literally screamed Brick Squad and my buddy Steve yelled Brick Squad and no one else did. And that's fine. But, you know, then they somebody, it was it was a Halloween party and I distinctly remember that they turned it off and then they put on Lady Gaga and then a guy in a fully automated Iron Man suit did the robot. To Lady Gaga, gotta go. Wow, wow, wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Wow, wow, wow So, wow. anyway, Deftones number nine on my list. Um, yeah. I I think that's pretty good. All all said and done, there. <laughs> uh, good job. I think me. That's pretty good. Good job, me. Jenny, who's in Deftones?
2: On this record, we have Stephen Carpenter on guitars, Abe Cunningham on drums. Frank Delgado on keyboard, samples turntables, Chino Moreno on vocals and guitars, and Sergio Vega on
0: bass. Oh, yeah. That's right. So this is the uh, first album uh, released by Deftones after the accident of their bassist, Chi Cheng. And so Sergio Vega took his place. Originally, we got to talk about it, you guys. Originally, they were supposed to put out an album called Arrows. They did not put it out. They've never put it out. It is the great lost Deftones album. Anytime anyone in Deftones gets interviewed about anything, someone will inevitably go. So, um, What's that is, story? Is Arrows is, is ever going to come out? And I think one day, Chino's going to get asked on the wrong day, and he's just going to stab somebody in the mouth. And the police will show up and they'll say, what's going on here? Why is there a stabbing? And Sheena will go, hey, Ask me about arrows. And they're going to go, Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, understandable, understandable, you know? And then they'll probably just let them off. But before they go, they'll also go, Is there anything going on with arrows coming out? And Sheena's going to go, You guys! And they'll have, to, they'll have to run away.
2: It's just, yeah, that's the never ending cycle. It's,
0: it's a never ending cycle. This album was a critical and commercial success. Peaked in the top 10 of the Billboard 200. It was the highest charting album for the band since their self-titled album. And these reviews, Jenny. Enemy, 8 out of 10. Alternative Press, 4 out of 5. AV Club, B.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not bad for Deftones in the mid, well, I guess, you know, 2010. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Sputnik Music gave it a 5 out of 5. I mean, everybody was pretty much like, this is the stuff right here. It was named Rock Album of the Year by the iTunes Store. That's tough. Yeah, Kerrang! Magazine had it as their album of the year. Metal Sucks did a roundup of the 25 best metal albums 2010 to 2019. It was number 4. And then, this is very recently, Revolver Magazine ranked it the best album of the decade. What? That's right, Matt, of the decade, they said. The decade started, 2010, and they were like, Deftones dropped it. Fuck everybody else. They did it. They did it. Jenny, we got some genre tags here.
2: Yes, we do. Our genre tags are alternative metal, post-hardcore, and shoegaze.
0: Oh, my. Mm -hmm. And, Jenny, who's our producer on this record?
2: I can't pronounce this person's last name. <laughs> uh, Nick, I don't, do you know how to pronounce the last name?
0: Uh, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to okay. say it's Rasculenix. Oh. Maybe. Nick has quite a storied career because um, when I first heard about him, he had produced Foo Fighters album One by One. And when they asked, why did they get him, a guy no one ever heard of, they were like, oh, he's like, he was cheap, and he was fun to work with. And by all accounts, Nick is a blast to work with, and people love to go back to him over and over again. He has now produced three albums for Korn. He did The Nothing, he did Serenity of Sorrow, and he did Requiem. And he did this album for Deftones, and he did... Uh, the one after this one, Koino Yoken, with Deftones. By all accounts, Nick is a blast to work with, and he's worked with, I mean, people love it when we go through a resume. Let me just run down some of the bands that this guy's worked with. Coheed and Cambria. There it is. Rush. <laughs> yep. Oh. Yep. There we go. Alice in Chains. Heard of them. Stone Sour. Yep. Evanescence. Yep. Big wreck. No idea. Oh, he worked with Rush a bunch of times. People love to work with this guy. He worked with the Hold Steady. All right. Mastodon. There we go. No, here's here's a convergence. He co-produced the Bush album Man on the Run with Jay Baumgartner.
2: Wow, wow, wow.
0: Yeah. There's some new metal collisions right there. Also produced Apocalyptica, Sleeping with Sirens, Rise Against. Hailstorm, Code Orange. Mm. He most recently produced the twenty twenty two album from Skid Row.
2: Wow, wow, wow.
0: There it is. So Nick is yeah, Nick's out there. And he's he's all about the rocking and the rolling based on that. That's <clears> what <throat> it looks like. That's what it looks like. We've talked about that. Uh, yeah, like I said, I have a physical copy here of the album. Uh, it has a big owl on the front. Beautiful bird. Jenny, how are you on <laughs> owls? <laughs> beautiful bird.
2: Beautiful bird. Uh, I'm I'm great on owls. Love them. We got a lot of owl-themed books going on, so I do a lot of hoo-hoo noises for Sophie, you know? hmm yeah. yeah. Love, yeah. An, owl. Love yeah. an owl. Love an owl.
0: Um, There's only one photo of the band in this uh, book. It's underneath the CD. They are sitting in what looks to be a red-tinted room on a leather sofa. um, And they look very relaxed. They look very cool. And uh, it really just sets the tone of, like, you popping the CD off of here. You see this picture of the band. You're like, oh, these guys? They might have just come here to crush that's that's the look of that. That's the look there, you know. They just made this record for you, and now they're relaxing on this leather s- sofa, saying, "Enjoy," because we fucking did it.
3: Wow, wow, wow! That's
0: the pose I see. That's the pose I see there. I think I think I've covered just about everything here that we can cover up the top. Jenny, anything else you need to add? Matt, anything else you need to add? I don't think
1: so. I don't think so. Maybe right. we should listen to it.
0: Yeah, I think we should, too.
1: Let's do it.
2: Well, all right. First track, Diamond Eyes.
0: Up top, a slow burn into a crunchy drop, and then we got Sensual Chino from the go here. From the go. To the edge, till we all get off. I will take you away with me once and for all. Jenny, how'd you feel about Diamond Eyes?
2: A great start. There a video for this, and... Uh, I don't remember. There are lots of videos for this album. I don't remember which one it was on, but somebody left a comment on one of the videos that said, I didn't know hornycore was a genre. And honestly, correct. I mean, what a song. What a start. Heavy. I don't know. It's great. I love it. I know I promised to trash Deftones on this this uh this album the next time we talk about Deftones because the people have said, you know, we all love Deftones and we know you do too, so when we hear you talk about it, you're just like this song's great, this song's also great. Uh I'll find something to be a dick about, but not yet. <laughs> this song's great. I mean, what a start. Feels like they're truly uh I don't know. It feels so fully embodied. I don't. I don't even really know what to say, but mm-hmm. I love it. Love it. Love it. What do you think?
0: I I truly loved it. Uh, going back to this one, it was one of those things where also I realized that I've never really stopped listening to Diamond Eyes. It's just been in rotation for ten plus years. So yeah, I was just revisiting with my old friends again, but really just noticing certain things that I hadn't you know listened before when I was just listening for fun, but I'm listening for the show i'm noticing more things incredible chuggy bridge at 150 would you say that this is a strong open or a hot open jenny
2: well in the way that we talk about a hot open probably it's more of a strong open but in terms of the central chino of it all hot open hot open differently
0: <laughs> yes yes Definitely so. Matt, this is your first experience with Diamond Eyes. I'm, I'm assuming, or maybe you heard this and you went, oh.
1: No, I did not. Okay. I, I went, ah, ah, mm-hmm. ah. Mm-hmm. Is, this, is this gentleman trying to seduce me? Matt, mm-hmm. he is. He really is. Yeah, I would say strong open. If you're a fan and you hear this, you breathe a sigh of relief. Like, ah, the boys are back. So, that's all I really have. So, it does not feel like a new Deftones. It feels like this is the Deftones I've come to know and love.
0: Jenny, you mentioned the music video for this song. This has the band performing in a black space, intercut with lots of shattering glass, lots of shots of owls and a lady who might be a witch or she's doing David Bowie cosplay. And she has some faceless people with diamond chains coming out of where their faces should be. What'd you think of this video?
2: It was a video, man. It was like a true music video. TM. I thought it was fine. You know, I like to watch the band. I like to see an owl. That I know what was supposed to be happening. No. That I, I don't know. I didn't really, I was just like, all right, cool. I'm here for it. But it's fine.
0: When they introduced the witches, I was like, okay, where is this going? And then I was like, oh, this isn't going. It just is. And once I understood that. And that, that happens a few times in a few of these videos where you think, like, is this going anywhere? But I'm like, no, this is just, this is the image. They wanted witch lady with the people with no faces with the diamonds coming out of it. And that's it. Just take in the image. Don't worry about narrative. Don't worry about story. Just take in the vibes and the image. And uh, I can appreciate that. Absolutely. Songmeanings.com, you guys. Oh. Jenny, this is your website. Yeah, and um, I promise that even after you leave the show, we will continue to patron to be patrons of this website.
2: Thank God, you're all we have left.
0: <laughs> and uh, uh, I-, I, I can tell you, they showed up for Diamond Eyes. A couple interesting comments here. Um, this one from Mister Dillinger, who said this entire album is a masterpiece. I never like to think about what a song means to the artist personally because that is their own influence for putting the piece together. Chino has stated on several occasions that his songs are open to interpretation, much like Maynard's work with Tool. Chino has also specified that this entire album was not written from the perspective from his perspective, but from another, which begs me to question if this was really written about how he feels about Chi being comatose and instead being written from Chi's perspective. Now, I bring this up only because this is a common theme, then, for the entire rest of the album. People are like, well, this is clearly Chi trapped in a coma, or this is clearly about Chi. And I'm going to tell you guys, um, we are not bearing the lead that this record is very horny, and I don't think most of these songs are about Chi. (laughs) And I think people are dealing with grief in their own ways, and dealing with trauma in their own ways. But i got to say, a lot of these songs... I feel like they're too horny to be about that guy. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting mm-hmm. it out there.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. just
0: putting it out there. Yeah, because you got uh, you got some other people. Uh, one guy, he put this one under not a general comment. Uh, this was Tom in 703. And they put this under my interpretation. And um, they said, please see my summary of each track. Basically, I believe the album as a whole tells the following story. And then they create this entire story in which every single song title is worked in. And it is insane. And at the end of it, they said, Am I full of shit? Or is this the greatest story ever told?
2: Wow, wow, wow.
1: Take that, Bible.
0: Yeah. And Abella said, Wake him up with love. This whole album is love and then oh i missed this comment from i think this actually is jenny posting under a burner account run a whoever uno Miez who said absolutely bang an album the lyrics are about chemtrails so yeah yeah
2: that was me <laughs> busted, uh, busted, you got busted. i did i did that's okay
0: all right i think we gotta we gotta get into this next track you guys
2: all right up next we've got royal
0: We got a lot of rumble on this album. We got a lot of chug on this album. Jenny, I I think we're we're, we're just going to dive in it. On a scale of 1 to 10, what's Chino's horny level on this song?
2: I feel like 10 is the minimum. <laughs> I feel like Chino transcends like our puny ability to conceive horniness levels. <laughs> It's like trying to truly understand the fifth spatial dimension. Mm-hmm. Our brains just aren't big enough. So <laughs> these are all 10 men, 10 men, I have to say.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, there we go. The new level of horny is defined by Jenny and but defined by Chino. I wrote in my notes that this is the platonic ideal of what you want from Deftones and that it's incredible. I also wrote that the rocking continues. Some lyrics I wrote down here. I'll taste your name. I'll take off these things. And then in parentheses, he whispers, watch this. And he says, take me. I don't care where take me. I can tell you anyone else saying I'll taste blank or whatever. It's like whatever, but Chino saying, I'll taste your name. It's like, who, me? <laughs> what do I owe the pleasure? If is telling you that he tastes your name, oh boy, clear your schedule. Okay. <laughs> do not make plans.
2: Yeah, the only person that could say that, and <laughs> you wouldn't be like, block. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> remove all barriers. Exactly. <laughs> Here's my social security number. <laughs> <laughs>
0: matt how are you feeling about the horny level on this album
1: you know um when that crooner hits and uh i would say that this level of horny is very cleaned up and a lot less sloppy from the last the last time we. i would agree with that i would agree with that, friend mm-hmm. um like the last time felt like this guy is just gonna be going for an hour and a half because he's got whiskey slash cocaine dick right now he's just like no i'm serious you me forever (laughs) like all right okay
0: there's a bit of a vibe that yeah before yeah because you're dealing with stuff on saturday night wrist where you're dealing with pink telephone you're dealing with well the fact that the album's called saturday night wrist you know, and all of that, what that entails, you know, it just sounds messy. And here, what's a diamond, you guys?
1: It's the hardest substance on earth.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's this perfectly compressed. And like, in a way, like, you know, the light's always going to shine off it so perfectly. This guy is laser focused on you tonight, <laughs> you know? He's tasting your name. My Lord.
2: Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow.
0: It might be a little yuck, but I'm in. I'm here. Hey, listen. Listen, this is also one of those things like if you're – there are things that are said in the heat of the moment that if you hear them out of context, you're like, get out of here. But if you're in the zone with Chino and he's like, I taste your name, you're like, fuck, great, awesome. (laughs) Yep, perfect. Taste away. Songmeanings.com. We got some comments here. Jenny, were there any that you liked?
2: No, I hated them all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, there were a lot of wrong answers, I would say, on this one. But I really, I just like kind of skim at this point because there's so many comments on every single one. And I saw some mentions of DMT, yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> which, you know, yeah, probably I get it. And also something about Lady Gaga.
0: So I wanted to ask you about this DMT comment. And it's from uh, That Away 3, except all the E's are replaced with threes. And they said the space and extraterrestrial references and transcendence that deftones refer to always make me think of a DMT trip. DMT is the strongest psychedelic. It's also a chemical naturally produced in our brains when we dream. When taking DMT, you literally travel through cyberspace. <laughs> I the revelations. literally revel- do that. But. <laughs> re- oh,
1: man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> taking the you're about to enter cyberspace. <laughs> yeah.
0: I had a dream where Rogan I checked my emails.
3: Right. <laughs> Rogan was right. Oh, no.
0: Uh, the revelations that Chino refers to always remind me of DMT. So I guess when you're on DMT, you are in cyberspace. You're checking your email and you are tasting your fucking name, bro.
2: You probably do taste your name when you mm-hmm. take DMT. I never have taken DMT myself, mm. but okay. I would.
0: Okay. okay. I would. Just, so. right. At this point. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I All right. Do it. All right.
1: There we go. Straight if, in my veins, please.
0: If you were to guess what your name tastes like, Jenny, we'll start with you.
2: Uh, well, my name is Jennifer, so probably like pumpkin spice something, honestly.
1: (laughs) Oh, Matt Noss candy floss. That's right. I taste like cotton candy. There you go.
0: Um, Lauren, I'm I'm afraid that my name is going to taste something like, um, like corn, corn on the cob something like that
2: why would you be afraid of that
0: just because that's not what i want but it's what i got <laughs> what
2: do you want your name to taste like
0: oh um probably <laughs>
1: wait lauren you know this situation doesn't actually exist
0: listen so i'm just this is a lot of pressure
1: you can literally say anything and you'll be, <laughs> be fine oh, you're like no it's gonna be disappointing <laughs> i just feel like it would t- no that's just what it tastes like but
0: If if I if I could choose anything, which is this hypothetical you guys are throwing out, then my name could taste like anything. Um, Are we on DMT right now? (laughs) Then uh, then I would like it to be uh, a blue raspberry smoothie. Wow! Wow! That would be nice, but unfortunately, it tastes like corn.
2: (laughs) Yes, I would like mine to be like a a really like a nice like salty, warm, rich caramel Mm. situation. Like just that, a very like a a very rich taste. But I think we're gonna get like a Starbucks pumpkin spice. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Matt, what do you want your name to taste like? Just in case.
1: Well, I said cotton candy, but I would also uh, have it taste like uni. Let's uh, let just go with uni. Sea urchin row.
2: Oh, there we buttery, go. Buttery there we go. Buttery
1: and funky all right the butter.
0: taste
2: of the sea the
3: taste
2: of the sea The taste yeah all right, all right. matt Noss tastes like
0: the sea tastes like the sea you heard it here first
2: yeah all right
0: all right um no video for this song but if there was one it'd be n s f w true true true
2: all right up next we have Command control. <laughs>
0: This guitar is a fucking chainsaw. This guitar is ripping. This guitar is shredding. I love it. I love it. This is what you want. Steph Carpenter did it again. Uh, I wrote my notes, actually. This guitar is a razor, I, but I, I've added a chainsaw. It's wow, sliced wow, wow, in the wow. air. It's serrated. We are ripping. And then I wrote Deftones, period, R, period, back, period. And I also felt that this song felt kind of new metal. Jenny, we were texting about this. What do you think about the new metal bona fides of Command Control?
2: Well, this definitely gives some new. Uh, Also, you love for somebody to share a little bit of a shortcut with you. Halfway there for lots of important keyboard shortcuts with Command Control. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like a double thing. So you get a little new, (laughs) you get the little shortcut. We'll talk about it. Eventually, I do think that this album largely departs. uh, I mean, most of Deftones, I think, largely departs from new. Um, Mm. But this, the top especially of uh, the song definitely felt quite new
0: to me. Yeah, this one for me, I felt like it also it's a bad relationship song, which is a very new metal concept. And even though... Chino is um, you know incredibly horny on this record, bringing a lot of that passion. that doesn't mean that things can't go awry because I mean certainly, like we said, it's great. He's tasting your name. He's giving you these vibes, but also did he take out the trash? Did you remember your birthday?
2: Did he make you dinner?
0: Did he make you dinner?
2: Like you're tasting my name, but I'm not tasting shit.
0: Ooh,
2: yeah, I'm fighting with Gino. <laughs> there we go. There you have it. We found the way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh so yeah, a lot, a lot of new there, Matt. Um, I noticed you're putting some band aids on. Did you get cut by this riff?
1: Oh, uh, what well, was like a chainsaw? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's. They're doing the damn thing. Not my favorite. Gonna be honest. Gonna be honest with you. Uh, Yeah, it's okay. But not my thing. All right.
0: Songmeanings.com. Things got a little heated because, as we all know, there are a lot of divisions in the world. Republicans versus Democrats, you know, there are people that like peanut butter and people that like chocolate and don't like when it's put together. And then there are people who don't like Mac and people who don't like Windows.
2: Wow, wow, wow.
0: Wow. And they converged. They converged, you guys. Commenter Flumbert said... The meaning of the song is the conversion of a Windows user to a Mac user. The need for understanding the differences and similarities of the command and control buttons is fundamental. Chino is obviously a Mac user and therefore superior to all of you Windows fanboys. Windows spelled W-I-N-D-O-Z-E. Because
1: I'm falling asleep.
0: Uh, And I'll have you know that was downvoted. So then Synaptic rolls in, posts directly at Flumbert and says, fuck you, man. Chino wouldn't use a Mac. He's not a fucking hipster.
2: Now, I've never felt, I've never thought about this, first of all. But Chino, definitely a Mac guy. 100%. Probably got a MacBook Air. Yeah. I don't think he needs the computing power of a pro, but definitely, I'm sorry. Chino <laughs> not opening something as no offense, Windows users, not a sexy machine.
1: There it is. Matt's, there it is. There it is. Sexy
2: machine. Like, sorry.
1: Chino ain't popping a Lenovo.
2: Over. No, oh my God. <laughs> oh my no. God, that's insane. That's <laughs> he insane. He can't even, even like probably physically touch a Lenovo.
1: Yeah, no he's way. Going, hey, check out this HP I have got.
0: No, 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 no.
1: Dude, no, no. he don't have a Dell. That's all I'm trying <laughs> Could to
0: you say. imagine Chino going up to a tower and turning it on and waiting for it to boot up and then seeing, oops, I gotta update my drivers. Never. Oh, Never.
1: Yeah. What can you imagine Chino explaining his water cooled <laughs> video card to you? No. No, no, that no. Ain't no. Happening.
0: no. Uh, absolutely not. Sorry to say. Now, would nah. Chino
1: still be using the black Mac, uh, le- no, the MacBook, not the MacBook Pro, but like it came out forever ago. In like 2006, there was the white one, and then there was the black one, and the black one cost more, but had no different parts in it. That's what Chino would use. Right mm, there.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Because it's sleeker.
2: Yeah. yeah. Whatever is simple and sleek i think that is what we can count on chino to use yeah and i'm not open to hearing any arguments to the contrary
0: no keep your no no listen i honestly when i switched over to mac in probably 2007 2008 it was just like this natural thing rachel had mac it was just you know going through then i got an iphone natural progression there was a brief moment where I was doing product installs in stores, and I had to update Dell computers with new drivers in, like, Sam's Clubs and stuff like that, and I was like, this is hell. I cannot imagine dealing with this. And, of course, I have to use Windows at work, and it's it's the worst. It's the worst. Yuck yuck thank you Jenny um, no and, problem and, and, uh, and you know one more comment on songmeanings.com this one's a journey you guys this person goes through a complete transformation from the beginning of the comment to the end see if you can spot when they change this is from bam bam 57 they said not the best IMO but very good there are some tunes on Diamond Eyes that will be remembered as all times detones classics I've listened to the entire thing about 8 times now this replaces Around the Fur as my fave album amazing What happened there? You said not the best, IMO, but very good. And then suddenly we're off. Suddenly they're being remembered as all-time classics. And by the end of it, it's your fave Deftones album? Yep. (sighs) I get it. All in one comment. All in one comment. All right. We're about to do another song. And I just want to let everybody know, if you are with children, you got to let them leave the room because we're about to talk about this song and its video, and I hope you're fucking ready.
2: <laughs> Alright, up next we've got You've Seen the Butcher.
0: Matt, you can turn this one up a little bit.
2: Oh. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Wow. <sighs> <laughs> back.
0: We ever encountered a song that so fully embodies the snake arms as to just become a snake.
1: Yeah, this is when man becomes serpent.
0: <laughs> I mean, Gino's turning into something here. Let, just let's let's go let's go to the lyrics. This is the opening salvo of this song. After this build up. Which I wrote in my notes, slow chug, ominous opening, setting a tone, and then I typed in all caps, DRUMS, because truly when those drums hit, my lord. The lyric is, don't want to take it slow, I want to take you home and watch the world explode from underneath your glow. And then, the music kicks in and he's like, "Ah." And it goes to there, and we're not even at the chorus yet, and if I'm following the narrative of what Chino is putting down here, he is already taking you to the edge, and he hasn't even gotten to the chorus yet. Now, you're just in whatever, like as Jenny said earlier, there's the one to ten horny for normal people, and then you've got Chino horniness, which is like interstellar. I mean, let's be honest, he might be in cyberspace. (laughs)
2: that's true that's how you get to cyberspace
0: (laughs) that's how you get there um i wrote sensual chino crank to 100 so i think i was predicting your scale jenny chug in this brings snake arms to a level never seen before i wrote that this is a top 10 deftone song and honestly sex playlist for sure jenny shit where do you stand on this one
2: it's a great song won't hear any disagreement from me this video they're in a library Mm. everything's wet never (laughs) thought about this but you're probably going to want to keep Chino out of the archives because everything gets wet around this guy
1: get him out Um, of there
2: (laughs) an enemy to paper Uh, you know the enemy
1: of dryness
2: (laughs) oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. listen, when Chino checks a book out of the library, he does the drive-up, drop-off situation because they won't let him in there because they're like, um, we need to protect this place. Other people yeah. need to use these books. I- I'm just going to go uh, to the notes that I wrote to you, Jenny, uh, in the email. The band is in a library, and they are soaking wet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they are surrounded by hotties who are also soaking wet. Books are falling from the sky, and Chino is in a flannel pattern button up that's how he starts and also i think we might have buried the lead on this a little bit this album cycle and chino's look on it this is peak chino hotness never been hotter jenny agree disagree
2: yeah i mean he looks great
0: looks incredible it's just it's it's unbelievable <laughs> yeah
2: yeah <laughs> I mean, that... I... He looks great. What can I say? Yeah. He looks great. I'll
1: eat him up with a spoon. It's delicious. Wow. It, t- it tastes like the future.
0: Wow, wow, wow. So the first day of this video, I'm got we got Chino, the band, they're soaking wet. They're surrounded by hotties in a library. They're also soaking wet. I'm like, I guess I get the video. Makes sense to me for the most part. Guys, ladies, everyone listening... The water turns to blood.
1: Oh, there it is. Mm -hmm. And
0: the hotties start to get a little feral. And they start to grope Chino. And they start to take his clothes off. His shirt comes off. And I wrote in my notes that this song, this video, might just be sex on a stick.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Wow, sex on a stick. Sex on a stick. Can you imagine?
0: Could you imagine? Oh my gosh! This video, I had seen it before, but watching it for this show I was I was gobsmacked. I couldn't believe it. It almost felt it almost felt a little bit like teetering on parody, considering how much we joke on the show about <laughs> sensual chino. and he's like, uh, yeah, we're gonna make a video. I'm in a library surrounded by hotties. We're all soaking wet, and then we're covered in blood. <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> on brand,
0: on brand, on brand. Truly, and I told you, Jenny. You know, I know you do basically work from home now. But I told you to make sure before you clicked on this video that you know you didn't have a romstein situation again.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that. No um, prying eyes.
0: Yeah. No,
2: no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was fine.
0: Yeah.
2: No one's in my little work closet. Yeah. Office.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Jenny. Any other thoughts on this video?
2: No, I mean, really, really checked off all the boxes. So good for them,
0: mm-hmm. Matt. How'd you feel about this song?
1: I mean, this is a banger. This is this is top tier stuff here. Uh good night drive, Ugh, yeah. hardcore night drive, but like speeding down the highway night drive, not remorseful by a lake night drive. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm. I gotta say, I. I don't see myself eating nugs to this
1: song. No, 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 no. no,
0: no. (laughs) This ain't a a nugs song.
1: (laughs) No, no. You might be joking on nugs. Ah! Wow.
0: Wow, wow. Wow. All right. Wow, Okay. I'll
2: I'll tell you something right now I could see myself eating nugs to anything
1: There she is America (laughs) Yes
2: I'll probably die of a heart attack pretty young but I could see myself eating nugs anywhere
1: I'm
3: invincible
2: Right No nug could take me down (laughs) and just a Honda CRV over a cliff (laughs) She died the way she lived eating nugs You've seen the butcher playing a questionable <laughs> packet of <laughs> McDonald's ranch splattered.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way that's the way it's you know, and we'd say to Sophie, you go, it's what she would have wanted. It's what she would have wanted.
2: And they and Sophie will say, Why the fuck <laughs> would you ever
0: <laughs> say that to me? It'd be like your mother loved this special ranch with the nugs, and she'll eat, she could eat a nug to anything. Didn't you even know your own mother? <laughs> She'd feel like I lost my mother, and you're talking to me about chicken nuggets. You didn't
1: know her yes. like we did. That's, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, when we, sh- that's when we show up with the tapes of this. Yeah, show- that's right. We brought
2: receipts. (laughs) Yeah, brought receipts. Good. This is good. I like how this is turning out for me. (laughs)
1: Yeah, we know. We know that she was your mother, but to us, she was the indigo (laughs) angel. Yeah.
2: Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, guys. We might want to. First of all, let's hope. You know, that I don't... Oh, long life. Long
0: die. Life. <laughs> long no. life. But long life, Jenny.
1: Long life. Long life, long long life. life. yeah.
2: Should have done ohms. We should have done ohms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, also, but also, we all now have children, so this is our blood pact. I'm saying That's <laughs> right. This is
2: true. This is true. I mean, I have to live long enough to do ohms, uh, so yeah. that'll take mm-hmm. at least 45 more years <laughs> for us to get there.
0: Uh, um, I wanted to mention just a couple of the incredible comments on songmeanings.com This one from Mr. Dillinger. I'm assuming the actual one. Uh, They said, This song is very sexual in nature. It is present in the structure and execution of it collectively. The person you show during the act of sex could be a person you choose to be. Much like all other instances of existence... (laughs) I'm sorry. It can either be an act or be real. This entire album, I feel deals with the concept of opening up and being comfortable with who you are in all regards. Having said that, this track in particular deals with the very bare element of being more attracted to the act as opposed to the person putting on the act. Okay. Mhm. Impression is something that a person seems put great thought into as a way of gaining acceptance or connection physically or mentally and although the person is hidden beneath the persona they put on it is something you have to appreciate and work with before they will allow you to see the person underneath in a casual sex relationship which Mr. Dillinger definitely has had over time regardless of whether you want to to or not the physical act soon starts to hint at emotional bond and breaks a person down to reveal true emotional feelings through very physical Physical acts the butcher in my opinion is the person who unintentionally starts to break down the other
2: mm, mm-hmm. mm, mm. okay
1: yep- mm-hmm. <laughs> uh um this is like now I'm just trapped like either in a classroom or at a party and I can't go but the person's still like you have to understand that the butcher is society man and
0: Matt you've seen the butcher And the butcher is you. Mm. Don't leave. You still have a little bit left in your drink. You still, you don't need a refill yet. I need to talk to you more, Matt, my good friend, my best friend I met at this party. Good to meet you. You Good to meet you. Mm. Um, Uh, Why? And um, uh, we have one more comment from Moro Drim, who said, as many have said, the song is just pure sex. The singing, the music, the lyrics. Just make you want to fuck. There it is. Basically, he's just describing a scenario of a woman enticing him. Crawl your knees off creep across my skull, okay, almost in a dancy way before having sex, quote, shake my tomb. Tomb is also considered a place where someone lays, a.k.a. a bed, a.k.a. having sex on a bed. Oh, this there it is. is. This is why I love Chino and the Deftones, so great at expressing the varying types of raw emotions and urges when it comes to lust and sex. Here we go. There we go. That's how they, you know, back in the day when people would go to record stores and they would ask for recommendations, and you'd go up to the record store clerk and you said, do you have any records that express the varying types of raw emotions and urges when it comes to lust and sex? And they would go, do Do we ever? (laughs) Matt, I'm sure you got asked that all the time
1: at the record store. Oh, constantly. Jenny, you? You?
0: I actually did get asked that from
2: time to time, but (laughs) I think there's like a we noticed you from the other side of the bar kind of vibe <laughs> that I wasn't picking up on. And I was just like, Oh yeah, just listen to Portishead." Um. head.
1: <laughs> I'm looking for something, you know, deeply. sexy.
2: Yeah. Like you have anything sexy. I'm like, yeah, Portis head. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess just go to the trip hop section. You'll
0: find something there. here. It's called mezzanine by massive attack. Leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah, I
2: well, would say
1: kind of a 10 out of 10 choice.
0: It is. Honestly, Porta said, yeah, Massive Attack. They're all winners. They're all winners.
1: Hey, look. I was good at my
2: job. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine at my job. Hey, <laughs>
0: business is good.
3: Yeah,
2: You know, I uh, recently bought something from the person who owned record time and I went to his house to pick it up and he was having a garage sale and it was starting to rain. And so I just started helping him and his wife pick things up and put it in the garage because I was like, I don't know what to do. And he went, you're always a good worker. <laughs> and- i felt
0: so happy <laughs> Jenny, i mean that's a moment you should I, I hope you whispered to yourself still got it
2: i was still like look it. at me yeah. go look at me go um <laughs> so that's a little bit about me oh uh, uh, boy
0: oh boy um i think we got another song we sure oh, yeah. do
2: and it's called beauty school
0: Jenny, your thoughts on beauty school.
2: Love it. In the pocket. Nice and drony. I could listen to it all day. Feels like we're getting in the middle of the album here. And we are. No notes. 10 out of 10.
0: 10 out of 10. Yeah, I knew you'd I knew you'd really dig this one because it's very it has more of a spacey sound. It reminds me a little bit of Minerva, but with a faster tempo. It's also very crisp. The drum sound at the top reminds me a little bit of Digital Bath. This feels like a real like pulling from the Deftones past, bringing it to the then present, and but then also adding this spacey sound to take it—dare I say it—into the future. I wrote in my notes these songs gleam, they gleam. They got a they got a, they got a shiny edge to them. There's a moment at three minutes that I wrote, a, it's a hands in the air moment um, that is really enjoyable. Uh, Matt, how you feel about Beauty School?
1: I like that one a lot. I I, I think it's very well balanced in terms of the, uh, it's got everything that I'm looking for. It's a little bit softer in terms of its edges, which I I like. I like his voice on it. it. It's a good one for me. I like that one a lot.
0: Looking at these lyrics, I wonder if this might be a song about an older couple that are still into each other after all these years. Because he says, I like it when you take off your face, put away all your teeth, and take us way underneath. Because you could die if you take it alone. If you want to interpret those lyrics, songmeanings.com style. He's literally saying, At the end of the day, we take off our face. Then we literally take all of our teeth out. <laughs> and then we go to sleep. And we might not wake up because we're old <laughs> Yep. That might be it. It might be it. The comments on songmeanings.com. I'm just going to read you this one. It's from Obi Wanata Mad, who quoted the lyrics You're shooting stars from the barrel of your eyes, and it drives me crazy. Just drive me wild. Say this to a girl, and it'll drive her wild. Dot, dot, dot. Tested and proven smiley face emoji.
1: Wow! 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 Tested,
0: proven. Tested, proven. I took this one on the road, and it worked. <sighs> that sounds like some mystery shit, Jenny. That sounds like some pickup artist move right there. Mm. I mean, do you I have mean,
1: email? Uh, Can you write it down right here? <laughs> hey, did you guys see
0: that fight outside? Did you see that? Did you see that fight outside? There was a there was a fight outside. Really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. fighting? Oh, just a bunch of it was just It was crazy. I saw it all, but now, now I'm seeing you. Uh,
1: Can you tell me about the fight with your penis? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> I mean, really, truly, you're shooting. St- I mean, where does that work in the conversation? Like, you're just talking, you're just saying, like, Oh, man, you know, driving here, I had to take a different way because there was construction. But also, you're shooting stars from the barrel of your eyes, and it drives me crazy. It just drives me wild. Where are you going? Why are you walking away?
1: Well, see you later.
0: All right. Okay, didn't work.
2: Wow. <laughs> he said he was going to shoot my eyes.
0: <laughs> There's another giant comment from Otaku Bucky, who's very mad. About everyone's interpretation of this song. Uh, I'll just read you. This is how mad they are. Uh, they started off by saying, Christ. oh, <laughs> Why does every song that halfway mentions affection, closeness, or emotion of any sort have to be some lame-ass love song about a guy getting sprung over some slut?
2: I think somebody's hurt.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Very hurt. And then he goes on to say why it isn't at the end. He says, some of you guys really need to quit waiting on the surface and trying to equate every song you hear as some lame-ass romance tune. There are far more targets and topics in the world than Hearts, Cupid, and, quote, Relationships, and then they put in parentheses, no typo.
2: No typo.
0: You know that that dude is mad when he is saying Relationships. Yeah. 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 Very tough. Also... Bro, listen to Chino. Listen to what he's saying. Relax.
2: Wow. Well, you know, just, uh, figure it out or don't, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> talk to uh, you later. Talk to you
0: later. I hope uh, you're okay. <laughs> this uh, music video is uh, just tour life video. They're backstage performing live, but they're not miming the song. It's just footage letting you know Deftones are chill dudes and behind the scenes they're having fun their shows also fun always fun always a good time with the boys and this did remind me of when i saw them on this tour in pittsburgh but i don't have it queued up yet so let's talk about the next song and then i will have it ready for that at that point
2: (laughs) all right up next we've got prince
0: Jenny, thoughts on Prince, the song, and also Prince, the artist, if you want to. Go for it. Prince,
2: the artist, you know, obviously iconic. Uh, like every iconic artist, wish she did do a bunch of creepy shit.
0: But Prince, uh, Prince did some creepy stuff. Yeah, oh, I didn't hear about that. Okay, you seemed pretty white bread to me. But anyway, keep going.
2: prince the song uh you know i i like it we get some uh really fun guitar in the middle of the song enjoy it solid middle of the album track
0: yeah this one for me has always sounded like a throwback song in both the best and the worst way, the noisy distortion, the mid-tempo chug, it sounds like it fit in well on really any of the first three records. It's not bad, but it's, n- it's my least favorite on this record. It feels like it's something that they've already done to, like they've done it, they perfected it, and now they're just kind of going through the motions a little bit on this one. Because I know they can do this, and honestly, I think they've done it better in the past. I don't hate it. It's like still a good song, but I feel like I've heard them, I know I've heard them do this type of song before. Um, But it also feels like one of the more new songs on the record because it's such a throwback. Um, Matt, how'd you feel about Prince?
1: I like that one. Um, I love Prince, uh, the the artist. Um, I think his early work resonates a little bit more with me than his later work. Uh, but I always enjoyed that he was willing to push his own artistic boundaries. Um, and one fucking great guitar player, jeez, um, killer. This song is textbook Deaf tones. If you were to go to the dictionary and look up Deaf tones, this song would start playing. Um, it, it's got all of their it's got all of their stripes on it.
0: I can definitely see that. You know what? My My only thoughts on Prince that I will give is that when I was in fourth grade, my mother made my sister and I take dance class, and we had to dance to Raspberry Beret as the final recital song. And I had to wear a probably flammable leotard in retrospect that was all pink with sequins. It was one of the most uncomfortable things that I've ever worn in my entire life. And I kept having to try to move it to be less comfortable, and they said, "You're messing it up. Move it back." And um, somewhere, someone has a video of me in fourth grade dancing to "Raspberry Beret," and so for a long time, that song was a bit of a sticking point. Um, I'd hear it, and I would get a little bit like, "Okay, we got to get out of here." Like I'd just be somewhere like, "What? Uh, we got to get out of here." But I've I've made peace with it now. I think it's a very good song. But I believe I was at I was at someone's wedding, and they put it on and because they knew and everyone like looked at me and I was like, "Well, I'm not going to do the dance. So I don't know why you're looking at me like that." But that's my history with Prince the artist. songmeanings.com I uh, let's uh, let's let's go to this comment from X X who said, "This song definitely sounds like he's talking about the hardships of being worshiped like a prince on stage and how alone it makes him feel." I can relate to the feeling in a way, even though I'm not famous or loved like that. I believe you, Facebook. X. Um, And then X, Kilroy X says, sounds to me like, uh, sounds to me that this is kind of about someone playing MMORPG, like World of Warcraft or something. Dying inside as they waste countless hours playing a video game instead of interacting in the real world. Ooh, that's a got 'em.
1: That's a got him.
0: Ooh. That that got him just snuck up on me. I'm like, I thought we were talking about a meeting. Oh no. This ain't a meeting. This is this isn't songmeetings.com. This is songgotem.com. Wow. One. Wow, wow, wow. I found the set list. So I saw Deftones on September 13th, 2010, touring this album. I saw him at Club Zoo. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you might be saying Club Zoo. That sounds crazy, Lauren. Are they getting crazy at Club Zoo? They're not. Because it was an all-ages venue, and they could not serve alcohol anywhere in it, even to the artists. And Deftones were fucking pissed. <laughs> and they brought up many a time that they could not enjoy a brewski without leaving the venue and going somewhere else. They were not Pleased. Wow. That being said, they played 21 songs that night. 21? They played 21 songs. They did a 19-song initial set with a two-song encore. So to say that I left there aware that Deftones were pissed about their situation drinking-wise, but sated in getting just about every Deftones song I wanted to hear out, I got it. They opened with Diamond Eyes. They closed the initial set with Nosebleed, and the encore was engine number nine in seven words. From this album, they did eight songs. Beauty School, Diamond Eyes, Prince, Risk, Rocket Skates, Royal Sex Tape, and You've Seen the Butcher. The song I remember getting the biggest pop from the audience, Passenger from White Pony. Oh, wow. They played Passenger. I thought they were passing out money. People were losing their mind. People were trying to get closer Uh, Another thing I'll say about Club Zoo, a lot of pillars in that place. Not great for finding good (laughs) views of the stage all the time. Mm. I will say it was the only show I've ever seen at Club Zoo. I don't even know if it still exists. Not aware of there ever being any other shows there. For the curious, though, uh, off of White Pony, they did Change, Digital Bath, Elite, and Knife Party as well. And they did Four Off Adrenaline, um, including Birthmark, and Around the Fur. They did Around the Fur, Be Quiet and Drive, Die the Flu. In my own summer. It was a stacked night. They just couldn't get roasted and toasted on some alcohol. Mm, mm, Mm. mm. And I cannot stress how much they complained. They complained a lot.
2: At this, I mean, can you honestly imagine being at this point in your career? You want to get roasted, toasted. You're at club fucking zoo. I would just complain (laughs) too. If I was still a drinky drink,
0: Oh, you would have burned the brought zoo. It I would have burned the zoo to the ground.
2: <laughs> I I would have just snuck booze in. And, <laughs> honestly. But any hoomst, we have some any. songs left. Would you like to listen to them? I would love to. All right. Up next, we got Rocket Gates. <sighs>
0: Imagine you have not heard anything from Deftones in four fucking years. And then this is the single they drop. This is called Rocket Skates. And honestly, this sounds like what I imagine wearing rocket skates feels like. This is titled perfectly. It's all there. And uh, I mean, what an opening lyric here. You're red, soaking wet. Sure I am, buddy. <laughs> yeah wow, wow, wow sure am <laughs> oh boy,, uh, I love this song. I wrote in my notes, uh, a true announcement that the band is back. A classic Jenny
2: Now is not gonna be the time that I have a hot take. It's so good. Just because a band is undeniable doesn't mean that we're not gonna do them on the show. You know, they're just too good. They're so good. This song is so good. You know, they just keep doing it.
0: They just keep doing it. That's really, they should have put that as as a sticker on the front of the CD. Yeah. Deptones. They just keep doing it.
2: (laughs) They do,
0: they do. They do, they do. Matt, is this your first experience with Rocket Skates?
1: Yeah. Yes, it is. It's. It is. Another brilliant uh, take from me. It's, it's really good. Deftones. This is. Uh, this is really good. Deftones.
2: Our hot takes rival oh, only
0: one another.
1: Real scorchers. <laughs> A lot of scorchers. Yeah, yeah. A lot of scorchers.
0: Um, so that, that opening lyric: "You're red, soaking wet," and then the chorus of guns. Razors, knives, fuck with me. And then he says it again. And then he goes, Woo! That woo. Right to my soul. That's what I wanted. That's when I knew I was like, oh, these guys, they're back and they're having a goddamn blast. A GD blast, as they would say. This music video. I wrote in my notes. This is Prime Hot Chino. His hair never been blacker. Never been blacker. Jenny, thoughts in this video?
2: Another classic music video. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. I, it's it's interesting to have so many music videos at this time. Like, are we still really in it with the videos? Is this like a, a carryover from being a band who kind of gained their popularity when music videos were more of a thing? Or was I just not the market? for a video at this time.
0: So I was thinking about this and I think why you still have a lot of music videos for this time period is that this is also prime YouTube boom era. Like everyone is doing dropping. They're realizing we can easily post our music videos onto YouTube and create a buzz and maybe people will share it. And so that's why I think you still had a lot of bands getting, I mean, yeah, Deftones has got four music videos out of this. And this record didn't even go platinum, but they still got four videos out of it. And because I think at the time, yeah, people were just like, "Yeah, throw it up on YouTube. That's going to be the thing." I mean, we still obviously do it now, but I don't think anybody is really—I don't think anybody's expecting a music video to necessarily go anywhere. I'm not really watching music. I mean, I feel like the last music video I watched was God WAP, maybe <laughs> like sh- that was like two years ago. Wow, wow, wow. Um, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I feel like. Um, for the most part, yeah. yeah, but, but at the time, though, yeah, you were still throwing these up. Now, this video, it's not as explicitly horny as the You've Seen the Butcher video. It is all implication that almost ramps up the tension to be even more. Because it's Chino, fully clothed, but in a button-up, in a hotel with a hottie, where they are exchanging glances, they're staring at the camera, and they are literally exchanging <laughs> Guns and knives between each other, making this almost implicit connection between sex and violence. But also just, you know, and then also Chino was jumping around a lot in the performance stuff. This is, uh, this is how it's done. This is what you want. This is what you want. I mean, I got to say the pitch on it. It was like, listen, band performing in a classic band performance space. Great. Perfect. What's Chino doing? Uh, we're going to put him in a hotel room with a hottie and then we'll just see what happens done 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 print money off of that one print money off of that one so this is an incredible song and really says something also to um that this is was the first single i believe it it says diamond eyes was the first single on uh on wikipedia here but i don't remember here i remember rocket skates being the the big return that was my my memory of it my selective memory People are really getting wild on com, just talking about how this song is uh an S M song. So that was going on there. Subdom relationship stuff.
1: There you go. Back
0: around, back around.
1: Subdom
0: relationship. So. Who wears the rocket skates in that one? Mm. Mm.
2: one one for each one for each person.
0: Oh.
1: Beg the mistress for the other rockets.
2: (laughs) That's exactly right.
0: That's it.
2: Well.
1: uh, Oh, oh boy.
2: Speaking of, let's keep going. Up next, we got sex tape. know what they're
0: doing yeah they're professionals these listen these are definitely professionals here i gotta say it for this one jenny get out them nugs (laughs) awesome get them yeah i'm sure that people have
2: had their their first wedding dance to this song Mm. so just throwing that out there too
0: well you know there's a song on the follow-up on the next album after this one that i've always felt was like a like if you were to get married to a deftone song it would be that one but you're right this one could also work this could definitely also work i wrote in my notes that this is a night drive song and to get those nugs and i wrote down these lyrics the ocean takes me in to watch it uh, to watch you shake it watch you wave your powers Tempt with hours of pleasure. Take me one more time. Take me one more wave. Take me for one last ride. I'm out of my head. Listen, we all know what's being talked about here. Oh, yeah. We all know. We all know. Like I said, Chino spent basically the entire promo cycle for this album wearing a tight flannel button-up. It's there. His hair is jet black. I have to stress this. The pre-chorus into the chorus is Let Me See Those Lighters, Arms in the Air, another classic. I love it. I love it. Matt?
1: I mean, come on. What are we doing? We're loving this song.
0: We are loving this song. Uh, Jenny, this video took me by surprise.
2: I forgot this even had a video.
0: (laughs) To be completely honest, what happened in the video? This video, there's no band. It's just... Hotties underwater, right? And hotties under clo- colored strobe lights, swimming, kissing, vibing. And How could I is, forget?
2: That's it. I remember There's, now. I remember now.
0: Once again, I'm watching this thing, going, "All right, so we like got some mermaids here. We what's the connection here? Whatever." And once again, dumb me, a minute in, I'm like, "There is no plot here. This is just literally strobe hotties underwater and making out and kissing and doing whatever." It's just. A vibe. It's just a vibe. It's I just remember. a the, vibe. I was watching it going, get out of your own way, Kozlowski. <laughs> Enjoy the hotties underwater. Mm-hmm. Another one where I'm sure they were pitched it and they were like, a bunch of hotties making out underwater and we don't have to show up to the set. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> Works for me. Day off. All around incredible. The top tier song. Songmeanings.com. A lot of these uh, comments are crazy. Do you want to hear, Jenny, Matt? Would you rather hear... All right, I'm not even why I'm leaving this up to you. I'm just going to read you the gross one. All right. This is from Lady Libertine, May 25th, 2010. The tone of this song screams love song. I think it is about making a sex tape with a lover.
3: Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I, think oh it's, I think it's kind of awesome the multiple meanings of waves collide. Waves of pleasure, TV waves, waves of sounds, screams, moans. Just people all mixed up in each other when they orgasm.
2: <laughs> wow, 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 wow.
0: Just people all mixed up in each other. Whose leg is this? Whose foot is this? I don't know. We're all mixed up in here. Honestly, I know everyone's grossed out by the word orgasm in this comment, but I think using the word lover is grosser. So that's where I stand. Mm-hmm. Matt, where do you stand? Is it grosser? Uh, it's pretty gross. <laughs> okay. uh, Jenny?
2: I think... Uh... Uh it's What's hard next? for me to decouple those. Oh, I thought you were asking me which one is oh, grosser. It's, no no, uh, which
0: one is grosser? Which one is No, grosser?
2: no, it's fine. I don't have to answer. I'll okay. save that for the Ohms
1: episode. <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're not letting this go, man. <laughs> you fuck fuck around and find out, Laura. I am
2: fighting out. Yeah, yeah. I get cranky if I don't give me a weight. Um up next is risk.
0: And we're crunching, and it's a late album rip or track nine. These boys can't be stopped because they're back. They're back, baby. Jenny, how'd you feel about Risk?
2: I loved it. I mean, at this point in the record, you expect to only get filler, but this is not filler. This is continued crushing, 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 crushing.
0: I agree with that 100%. And I also wrote, this is like a casual ripper. Like, they're not like, let's fucking wall of death it. We're, we're going to rip it, but it's it's just it's just what we do. This is that wonderful second nature greatness that you get from the boys in Deftones. I love it. I think it's great. Matt and Oz,
1: how do you feel about Risk? It sounds great, man. I mean, like you said, here they are. Later in the track listing. Still making it happen.
0: Still making it happen. So few bands that can do this. So few bands. A lot of other bands, they'd be like, I don't think we got anything left in the tank. And Deftones, they're like, we have plenty left. Track nine? Let me give you a heater for track nine. NBD stands for No Big Deal for Deftones. Uh, Love it. I think it's great. Sadly, no video. I'm sure it would have been very horny if they made one. Songmeanings.com comment from uh, submetal said: This is one of those songs that is so powerful it controls your emotions. These are the songs I look for on the Deftones albums. Beautiful work, guys. If you ever read this, buy the CD. Oh, okay, all right,
2: all right. Buy quick the c- cue, yeah, yeah,
1: quick cue. How respectful of our time is this album?
2: Oh, this album?
1: Oh, yeah. Considering that
2: we're not doing the bonus tracks, it's 41 minutes and 15 seconds long. A cool
1: breeze of a record.
0: A very cool breeze. A very cool breeze. And I will say these bonus tracks, they only exist for like whatever streaming likes to just throw some stuff on the end. The CD has always been 11 tracks, grand opening, grand closing. All right. And... Don't get me wrong; these bonus tracks—they're nice, but they are just something tacked on by the streamers, baby. Track eleven tracks—that's the original shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's forty-one minutes. Don't try to talk about it as though it's not. Mm. Or else. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't trust it. me on this one. Don't do it. You don't, don't do want to say it's more than eleven tracks. all All right right. (laughs) up (laughs) next we've got 976 evil
0: story about me you guys first time i heard this song which i did hear on a leak that i was told not to trust but turned out to be just fine sweet leak sweet leak but i tell you when i heard this song i was like this is like coming home this is this i was just like oh my god i remember hearing this for the first time and thinking oh this must be the last song in the album this feels like a perfect culmination this is what you want it's what you need i love it so great the fact that there's one more song after oh that's perfect great i like that too but This is, I mean, this is one of the best songs on the album. Truly incredible. And uh, a great night drive vibe. This song even has driving references on it. He says, Let's Cruise. I feel like cruising with you. I love this one. We never talked about that. This one, taking a night drive with somebody else? Splitting. Splitting that 20-piece nug. Jenny, have you ever? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: that's like, especially when you like have like roommates or, you know, you live with your parents or something like your car is one of the only places you can truly be alone with somebody. So mm-hmm. there you
0: go. Very true. Very true. That's right. And then what better connection to make with someone than to you know, split a 20 piece nug and say to them, what type of dipping sauce do you like? And they say either barbecue or sweet and sour. Or they get crazy on you and say, do you got any room temp ranch? <laughs> and you go, what'd you fucking say? It's shelf stable. Let's eat it. <laughs> uh, Matt, you a t- are you splitting a 20 piece in the back seat to this song?
1: I don't know, man. That seems a little excessive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's 10 for you, 10 for them?
1: That's true. I mean, there is something to be said. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll, sp- I'll split it. <laughs>
2: Thank God. I thought we were going to have to I was have like, a Matt, talk.
0: Matt's like, uh, I'd split my 20. <laughs> Once I got a 20, get your own lady. <laughs> look. Wow, like wow, here's wow. the
1: deal. For love, I'll split
0: it. <laughs> Platonic
1: or other. <laughs>
0: Matt's over here spitting the game. Your eyes are like, what was the, what was the line <laughs> you're supposed to say? You're shooting stars from the barrel of your eyes. Drives me crazy, drives me wild, but I ain't splitting a 20-piece with you, you lady. You ain't getting these nuts.
1: <laughs> yeah, get your own. I need four tankards of barbecue sauce. <laughs> Perfect. I'm from, I'm well, the man of my wife's tree.
2: Look. If you have a spouse who isn't into dipping sauces, you might want to dip into that divorce attorney section of the (laughs) Yellow Pages,
0: because what are you doing? What are we doing, bro? What are we doing? What are we doing? doing? Um, Songmeanings.com. I like this song. uh, I'm sorry. I like this comment from Craze784. says, this song is amazing. But really sucks that whenever I hear it, when I'm heading home from school, I can't help but think about this one girl who I dream about from time to time. Mm. And Jero DJ said, oh, my God, man, that's exactly why I looked it up. See, I totally love this super pretty girl. And today I got to drive her home from school. I played the song for her. And oh, my God, it's so great. I love this girl, bro. I see where you are, bro. Bro. that's what's about being bro. seen being heard being acknowledged. one bro to another i feel you bro like this girl she doesn't like you back but you know what you can still we both like this song there you go there it is
1: there it is bro there
2: it is bro bro,
0: bro. all
2: right bro last song bro what bro. we got bro this is it bro this place is death bro
0: Jenny, keep me aroused. you I keep know me... you feel the same. Oh shit! Well, Jenny, how you feel about this one? Uh I fucking hate it. Oh, oh shit. What, what the fuck,
2: what? Wow. bro? What, a, what? What a piece of shit! Whoa. A piece of shit song from a piece of shit band. Um, I love it. I think it's the perfect ending to the record. It really takes you out on a nice note. Feels like you just get that nice little handoff back to the world. Love it. No notes.
0: Uh, I uh, I love it too. I like how it sounds like Chino's vocal. It sounds like it's swooping in from the sky. It's very spacey, close, but still pretty rocking. Uh, perfect little send off to send you out the door. Like you said, Jenny, I mean, you could. It, this could be taking you back to the world, or could take you right to sleep, where you could then drift off into cyberspace,
1: That's which true. is where you
0: go when you dream, uh, when DMT enters your system, and you can check your email. Matt, how'd you feel about this place's death?
1: I mean, there it is. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like it's just them. It's them doing their thing. Taking you out the the right way. Taking, I'm not like blown away. I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's the fucking Deftones. This is what I expect.
0: It's what you expect and what you want. And that's sometimes all you need.
1: I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh,
0: Songmeanings.com. A lot of people were very upset that anyone would think that this song was about Chi. For the record, um, apparently Risk is about Chi. Um, that's the only one that Chino is on the record saying is actually about she. As Matt, you had pointed out that that one lyric. Um, uh, well, I'll just read this comment from Convent, uh, Convect Uoso526, who said, "I hate how everyone says every song is about she. How the hell could this song be about she? You keep me aroused. I know you feel the same. I don't think she, in his semi-conscious state, can either keep someone aroused or become aroused himself by way of Chino." And uh, then they go in to talk uh, just how mad they are that anyone would think this song is about she. Um, this comment from Lady Bird 2204 um, has to be uh, a, someone who's a big fan of uh, Lyndon Johnson's wife. Said, this song is slowly becoming my favorite from Diamond Eyes, which in my opinion has surpassed my expectations and is now one of their best albums to date. I personally think that this song is very sexual. With many subtle references throughout the song to sex, but the biggest thing for me is the title. My first thought was the French phrase for a female orgasm, Le Petit Mort," The Little Death. Then when I properly listened to the song, it seemed to fit that thought. Would appreciate <laughs> other people's thoughts on this. Um, and then Rocket Jump said, it really to me seems like a song about lust really. Like, he can't be with said woman he's lusting after, and he imagines her in every way and weaves this proverbial web, a fictional place where they're together, and he knows it's bad to obsess, but he just can't stop. Could be about his favorite porn star, too. Definitely a sexual song. (laughs) The knife can refer to his penis.
1: There it is. Wow. Wow. Can it? Can it?
0: has anyone ever done that before? Has anyone Uh, ever used a penis to represent something phallic? I don't know. We got to research that one a little bit more. Jenny, have you ever heard of that
2: before? (laughs) Penis representing something phallic? No,
0: no, no. A knife representing. (laughs) Oh, oh,
2: oh, oh. Uh, No, never heard
0: of it. Okay. I'll have to do
2: some goo-gooing
0: when we're done here. All right. Take up that safe search. Yeah. Uh, That's the album, you guys. Deftones, Diamond Eyes. And now, is the part of the show where we talk about
1: canon talk. Talk about the canon,
0: Jenny. We'll start with you first. I'm sorry you didn't get to do ohms.
2: Yeah, you'll be sorry.
0: I <laughs> take it. You think you're sorry now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just, oh, wait, oh, Just wait, babe. Just
0: wait. Next time we see Jenny, she's like this knife. Doesn't represent a penis. It represents a
2: knife in your chest. That's exactly right.
0: <laughs>
1: Got I'm
2: going to stab you yep. to death with a penis. Um, oh, my. You know, why not? Oh. I will say, is this the most new metal Deftones record? No. But is it the best Deftones record? Maybe. And should it go in the canon? Yeah. This is a great album. It, this is the most like front to back cohesive tight fully embodied realized album i think this is the one and it should definitely go in even though it's not that new (laughs) (laughs) uh that's what i think what do you think
0: this is an all-timer deftones record complete comeback after the loss of chi a real winner There's a lot of new, I feel, in the front half. Great riffs. Prime sensual Chino. I say, put it in. Put it in. Put the whole thing in. Even if you're saying, how new could it be? When you put it on, you're not going to be mad about it. You're going to be happy. You're going to love it. And then you're going to get to Rocket Skates, and you'll be like, I can't believe this is track six. It's a a great time all around, and uh, I love it. And... I don't know if I'm gonna put it as my number one Deftones record, but as a front-to-back cohesive record, it's probably it's probably their strongest, probably. But um, but that is that is the eternal Deftones debate. What's what's the one? What's the one? You know, because I mean, at the same time, I mean, around the fur has "Be Quiet and Drive" on it. So you know, there's a no, lot of things true. to consider. A lot of things to consider. That is but true. I, I say put it in for sure. Matt Nas.
1: All right. All right. I'm not going to argue with you. It's it's a Deftones record. It's a strong Deftones record. I enjoy it. I felt it was, you know, they put shoegaze in there and it's like, what is it? Just mumbling over fuzzed out guitar shoegaze? No, thank you. Not always. Come on, guys. That's just ridiculous. Put it in. I enjoyed it. It's fine. I have no counter-argument to not putting it in, uh, except that it is uh, the least of the new metal Deftones records that we've heard. But there you go.
0: There you have it. Deftones Diamond Eyes, possibly the greatest Deftones record, and it's definitely in the new metal canon. Welcome, boys. Boys, you're
1: in again. You're in
0: again. All we ask is, you know... There are some books that we're keeping in the canon now. Please keep them dry.
2: (laughs) Yeah, good point. Good point.
0: Please, please, please. please. And that does bring us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello to us online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're on all of those. Shoot us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Shoot over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash roachcoachpodcast. A Patreon-exclusive episode coming soon. It's been recorded. I just got sick for a week and didn't get to edit it, but it's coming. So, uh, and, uh, until next time, Jenny, thank you.
2: Matt. Shit. What am I doing?
0: Lauren. Whoa. Oh whoa she God. is so mad about Ohms. She's so mad. <sighs> no,
2: I panicked for a second and thought I didn't hit record and I got really distracted by myself. So I'm going to start that over. Lauren. Thank you. Matt. Matt, thank, thank you.
3: you.
1: Thank you. All right. All right. Bye bye.
0: Bye.